Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we'll talk about emergency funds or how the lack thereof may be reducing retirement funds by 20%. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Someone I know recently had a series of financial setbacks and was in danger of falling into debt but he was able to regain control of the situation by withdrawing funds from his cash reserves. By doing this, he was able to pay back the debt he was beginning to accumulate, he avoided selling long-term investments, and gave himself a long lifeline within which to recover his financial footing. Is there anything unusual about this picture? Yes, it is woefully uncommon, despite being the right thing to do. The reason for this is that Americans do not generally have emergency funds, often viewing their credit cards as their emergency funds. But that is highly risky. I can recall vividly how in the last financial crisis, well-to-do, financially stable people had their lines of credit cut off by banks fearful of financial risk as the mortgage crisis contagion was spreading. Advisors and investors need to understand this. When you're a good credit risk, the offers for loans and credit fill up your mailboxes. When fear takes over, your bank is no longer your friend. This is a vital topic for advisors to discuss with clients because the failure to do so may claim your client's retirement as the first victim. How so? A study by Boston College's Center for Retirement Research estimates that aggregate 401k and IRA retirement wealth is at least 20% lower because people routinely take money out of these accounts when under financial strain. The classic case is during job changes and job losses, in recessions, and even during good times. At such intervals, the employer must transfer custody of the former employee's retirement account. While the financially correct thing to do is to move the money to an IRA or some other qualified retirement account, folks are all too often tempted by the concentration of money and not always to pay for educational expenses, which can be deemed as a long-term investment, but rather to pay off all of the high-interest debt they've been accumulating on their credit cards or even to take a vacation. This is actually worse than it sounds, because cracking open a workplace retirement fund subjects the worker to income tax, a 10% penalty tax, and a 20% withholding for income taxes. In other words, a payday lender or your local loan shark offer better terms. And yet, as we've noted, this is a common practice. According to the Government Accountability Office, workers between the ages of 25 and 55 removed $69 billion from their retirement accounts prematurely in 2013. 
For some perspective on this, the IRA withdrawals amounted to 3% of this age group's IRA holdings and exceeded their IRA contributions in that year. So we're talking about a lot of money and a lot of people. I have a theory which the data don't allow me to assert with certainty, but I suspect that those making these imprudent and inefficient withdrawals mainly do not have financial advisors. The very fact of having one is an implicit reminder to people that this is counterproductive to the plan that the advisor and client have worked out. Indeed, the absence of such funds lies at the root of this hazard that reduces retirement savings by about a fifth. Everyone has by now heard the reports that most Americans couldn't handle an emergency repair of even a not-so-large amount without access to credit. This is not just media hype. The Federal Reserve reports that 40% of Americans would struggle to obtain $400 for such purposes. What's missing then is liquidity. Most Americans assume their credit cards are their liquidity. But the Federal Reserve defines it differently and more accurately as checking or savings account balances, cash, or stocks, bonds, ETFs, or mutual funds that can be quickly redeemed, that is, not in retirement funds. Credit cards, on the other hand, are actually credit. So advisors, embrace this challenge. Your clients may be influenced by those in their milieu and at least need to hear from you about this. According to statistics from AARP, 53% of U.S. households have no emergency savings accounts and 46% of those over the age of 50 also lack an emergency fund. The good news here, households that plan ahead financially, I'm guessing that includes clients of financial advisors, are likely to have three months of cash on hand regardless of income. In short, insisting on an emergency fund is part of the advisor's job and part and parcel of retirement security. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.